T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We played a caller crushing him on the air on Tuesday, and Ackerman heard the segment, I guess. And then he's calling me and texting no. me. Oh, you didn't hear the whole story. What? You only played half of it. It's leaving me voicemails. I mean, Dang. just leave me alone. Hi, this is Rich Ackerman. You, do you understand we don't care? We're five Beta Kappa in college football. It was we, it was a funny five minutes of audio of a guy making fun of you who was funny. That was it. That's all we've all it was to us. We don't need the whole story. I'm with Act, man. I don't want to be the butt of your jokes anymore. <laughs> it wasn't my jokes. It was. It was the caller's you were jokes. Up to it. I'm with you, Act. Oh, I'll stop. hold him down for you, Act. You're not. You are not with. He Act. should be you ostracized. You should never so, work the radio again. You're so full of it. Wait. <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> yeah, Nia and Nia Matulolo. Nia, Nia, Nia Matulolo. Nia Matalolo. Yeah, Nia Matulolo. Yeah, say it like that. Nia Matalolo. Will you? Kid, Nia Matalolo. Colin Kaepernick once again the topic of discussion Damn. this morning because of news yesterday that the Baltimore Ravens put out in a statement saying that no. We have not made a decision yet. And the report that is out there that says that Steve Bashotti is providing resistance to Ozzie Newsome and John Harbaugh is false. He has not blocked anything. We just haven't made a decision yet mm-hmm. on what is going on. So maybe this will be resolved before the end of the football season. <laughs> or maybe not. And the Baltimore Ravens right now, if if he doesn't get signed by the Ravens, I cannot see a scenario where he does end up getting signed. I mean, a team would have to be, they would have to lose every quarterback on their roster. <laughs> no, think about the perfect, I mean, you could yeah. not have, you've got a coach who had his back before this situation mm-hmm. was happening. You've got a general manager who wants him. Yeah. You've got a good organization, a winning organization in Baltimore who has had their fair share of issues themselves with high-profile players and Ray Rice and mm-hmm. Ray Lewis. They So they've seen it all. They've heard it all. If he doesn't end up in this situation when Flacco goes down with Ryan bleeping Mallet as their backup quarterback, then where is he going to play in the and, NFL? And his offense, if you want to call it that, and I don't call it an offense, but for the purposes of conversation, his offense that he come close to those other guys you've mentioned who were on that team who have brought prominence to this team as far as wins and Super Bowl trophies, uh, but yet... He's the one that's ostracized. It's just uh, astounding to me that, and, and to, to, to my Michael's point, and Michael, thank you for your service, that this is an affront to America, to patriotism, to the flag, no, to the military. No, it's not. 
And many folks in the military came out and said it wasn't. They were the ones that were snatching up his jersey, making it the number one sold jersey a season ago. We had my man Nate Boyer on the show, Hook'em Horns, former Green Beret, and the flack that he caught from other fellow uh, military folks who saw this as a, an affront to them. I just don't get that. That is so weak. That's just a default setting that we go to. And let's go down to uh, history and, and look at history. And, and those black folks who fought and wore that uniform and fought for that flag, uh, you, 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 you say, Mike, and, and they came back and, and they were subjected to the back of the bus. They were subjected to going in the, the door uh, behind uh, the establishment. I mean, what were they fighting for? They were fighting for freedom for someone else and yet couldn't enjoy freedom right here at home. So I don't want to hear that. That's bull dookie. That's a default setting. It's a front to our military. No, it's not. A front to your military is to send people halfway around the damn world and then afford them the same freedoms that they're fighting for elsewhere. George is in Milwaukee on CBS Sports Radio. Good morning, George. Excuse me. What's up, George? Hey, I was just, man, you hit right on what I was going to say. I was like, when it it really come down to it, because you're right, you you want people to go out here and stand for the flag and stand for your rights and for injustice. And Baltimore would be a perfect setting for him due to the fact all the racial divide and things that are going on. He'll be a great role model for the situation. And I'm looking at it. You know, when it comes down to it, man, you you have these things, you know, where you want people to stand up for a flag. Like you said, you have this, this is the same flag where there were slaves, where the people being hung and beat and mistreated. And then you want them to respect something in which when they came back to, they they wasn't respected because of a color. Mm-hmm. And then you say it's the home of the brave and the land of the free. When it comes down to it, the owner is probably looking at it, you know, God, I had that Ray Rice issue, backlash. I dealt with it like that. Too much media attention. Oh, my God, here come Colin Kaepernick. Same thing. I believe the owner don't have an issue with the man's personal views. Yeah. He's looking at it strictly about damn, all this national attention i got to deal with. And what if one day or one game he decides to kneel? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I'm going to be looking. I mean, I really believe he is business. Right. He's he looking at his bottom line. We, he don't care if that man kneeled or did what he did for, the, for, for whatever he was standing for. He's an intelligent man. All them owners is about the money. Yeah. They don't want anything that's going to disrupt the bottom line. Of course, Georgia, and we've mentioned yep. that in good call, but what is going to happen? I keep bringing this up. You really think that the Baltimore Ravens stock is going to plummet because Colin Kaepernick is on the team? There's no, it, There will be no negative change at all, and it's monetarily – if you want to, if someone can manipulate TV ratings and say, well, fewer people watch this game than that game, it has to be because of Colin Kaepernick. I'm telling you that I think TV ratings will go up. I think their jersey sales will go up. And I don't think that they're going to lose any sort of ticket sales. Because think about it. How many times have we seen, and I know there's people that are trying to say that Colin Kaepernick kneeling made NFL TV ratings go down last year, which is the biggest load of crap I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> But you're telling me that when Colin Kaepernick, that first game that he's there, if he's on the sidelines of the Baltimore Ravens, that more people aren't going to be watching? Because the same argument of, well, Good Morning America is going to be there, and Inside Edition is going to be there, and Maury Povich is going to be there (laughs) interviewing these guys. Not my baby. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, all those people that are watching those stories are also going to watch the game. (laughs) Of course they are. And I'm looking at the Ravens' current roster to see if there's a number seven 
uh, currently being used, and I can't find one. The sales of a number seven jersey, if that's the number Kaepernick chooses to take again as he wore with San Francisco, and if he signed, of course, uh, the sales will go through the roof. They will go through the roof. There will be those who are idiots who will buy it just to burn it, and there will be those who will buy it and uh, uh, proudly wear it. Uh, So uh, you're right. Uh, It's going to be a huge marketing coup for Steve Bashotti and the Ravens. Yeah, and Steve Bashotti, there's nothing more uh, a stance that I respect less than indecisiveness in important situations. When someone is hemming and hawing about what they're going to do in a critical situation, I think that this is somewhat critical in in the in the Ravens world, clearly it is. In terms of wins and losses, I, I believe it is. You know, if it's a life or death situation, yeah, eventually you you got to make a decision, and and you're holding other people's well being in your hands as as far as your decision. Uh, and this one, this is clear cut, and you've had more than enough time to deliberate uh, about this. Yeah, and the fact that he is hiding, he's barely saying anything. There's statements that are being released well, he's through Ozzie Newsom. Prayers to come in. Uh, it's just pathetic. <laughs> just step up, go one way or another. Even if I disagree with your decision, just right. make it. Right. La- Luis Lewis, which one in the Bay Area Lewis. on CBS Sports Radio? What's going on? Good morning, guys. It's Luis from Luis. the Bay Area. Oh, all I right. Wanted, you know, speak on this Kaepernick topic, and uh, the man, everybody knows he can play. He can make things happen. He has heart, and I think it's. Totally unfair how he's being treated, you know, and like, I don't know, man. Like, he has better quarterback ratings than a lot of these guys playing out there and still has no job. I think it's BS, you know, straight up. Well, of course it is. You look at his keep, uh, QBR from last year, and it's better than a whole lot of quarterbacks. I think he's better than like 20 or 30 of the guys who are playing oh, right yeah. now. Uh, so get off of the, the stats and that he can't play and, and oh, the, the read option is dead. Well, he's more than just a read option quarterback. And and, and you surround it with talent. And I, I think it's safe to say Baltimore has a, just a bit more talent than that San Francisco roster a season ago. And then you have a true uh, a truly be able to gauge how well he can play. But we saw him play pretty good on a horrible team. Andrew in Texas, next up on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Andrew? What's up, man? Good morning, guys. Good morning. Man, hey, I'm just tired of all this. The owners, man, sign the guy, man. You know, he's a good quarterback. He had 16 TDs last year, four interceptions. Why isn't this guy signed? It's crazy. And, you know, it's all about the mighty dollars. They signed him, they're, oh, they're going to get backlash. That's all this is all about, really. Well, well, take the heat, as Gio said. uh, Be a leader. Take the heat. If you think you're doing the right thing uh, as an owner of a football team and and this guy can help you win and your coach thinks he can help you win, your GM thinks he can help you win, well, you get their back and say, all right, we're going to sign it. And backlash, be damned. Uh, Whatever happens as a result of signing him, we'll deal with it. it. But I think he can help us win currently, so we're bringing him in. And, you know, another thing is maybe he comes back and he outshines Joe Flacco. Well, if that happens, it happens. Uh, You want competition, right? I mean, that's another one of these. (laughs) The people that don't want to admit that there is an issue with Colin Kaepernick amongst owners, that they're afraid to bring him in because of what he did last year, that's another one of their... Uh, excuses in their bag 
where, oh, well, they're afraid that he's going to make Joe Flacco. You so you're telling me there's a quarterback who's available that might be better than the one that you have who won you a Super Bowl and you're not going to sign him because of that? Now that runs contrary to the uh, the other excuse he can't play he can't read defense. Which one is it? Well, that's because, either he can beat your starting quarterback or he's not worthy of being on the team because he can't play. Well, that one's been debunked already, so now yeah. they're going to that because yeah. with Ryan Mallett being the guy who's getting the first team snaps right now with Dan Orlovsky getting a job before Colin. You can't have that argument any longer. So now it's he's too good to be the backup quarterback, and they're afraid that mm-hmm. Joe Flacco is going to be usurped as the starting quarterback. <laughs> when in the history of anything has someone who could be better than the guy who has the current job is not hired because they're afraid that that person could be better? Only in this situation. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right. So that is where we stand today with Colin Kaepernick. We'll see if a decision is made. And, of course, right here on CBS Sports Radio, when a decision is made, you will hear it <laughs> live. We'll be, we'll be long gone, right? <laughs> Probably. Uh, Tom Herman is someone who doesn't like the media. It's been clear that he doesn't like the media, and he doesn't like stupid questions. We had an interview with him where we didn't ask him any stupid questions. He actually respected us mm-hmm. because we asked him some thoughtful questions. And, and you asked him about uh, his reaction to reports and how he reacted uh, when he was at Houston to a, a certain reporter by calling in and, and, and be, being irate with a, a certain reporter or a talk show host. So they have a new media policy mm-hmm. at Texas with Tom Herman as the head coach. Mm-hmm. So... In so many words, they have decided to ban the writers who cover the team from using Twitter or any social media during post-practice interviews. So, let's say... Ban posting something until the interview is completely over or their secondary questions uh, to the first question. Yeah, which is really nitpicking. I mean, Uh, and, and generally, college football players, you know, I know, having worked close to programs... They don't say a whole heck of a lot. Mm. <laughs> really, oh, we look good. We, you get like one or two here or there that'll say, uh, like the one LSU play, I guarantee we're going to beat Alabama. You get one or two like that. But it really doesn't happen all that mm-hmm. much. It's a, it's a lot of a lot of cliches. So this is the exact, the exact wording in their new media policy. Going forward, our policy for media attending post-practice availabilities will be that social media posts will not be permitted during those sessions. Any social media entry should come after the conclusion of all post-practice media interviews have concluded. Our hope is that you would take time to review your post and re-listen to the questions and answers in an effort to increase accuracy and ensure the necessary context in each of your social media reports. (laughs) I'm, I'm with you as far as the accuracy. Yes, you want there to be accurate reporting. But as far as detailing and dictating to reporters and media how they go about attaining that accuracy, that's where they're wrong. How do you know? Not every reporter is built the same, and I can hear an answer, and and and, and I can get to the accuracy maybe sooner than someone else who may be multitasking. Who knows? But to tell me I have to wait to post my reaction to an answer uh, because you want everyone, you want to put everyone in the same box and, and make sure they're hearing the, the, the next question or the follow-up. Nah, I'm well, not going to do how that. How can you also follow. tell a reporter what to do with his own Twitter account? Yeah. You're allowed to, you're going to, 
to rip away my credential because of what I do with my own Twitter mm-hmm. account? We got somebody monitoring that, boy. Don't I, mess with Texas. Now, I, I think Tom Herman is a great coach, and I think he's going to have a ton of success there. But I also think that he still quite hasn't found himself when it comes to things like this. Well, his guy is, is Mac Brown, and Mac Brown despised the media, and now he's part of it. And might I add, does a damn good job of calling games. Uh, but he despised them. And I, 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 I'm just reminded of so many different shots and, and jabs they took at the media. Even those who were working his, his TV show. Me! I mean, it's just amazing. And, and now the fact that uh, he, he's part of it, uh, ironic. But uh, he's, what Coach Herman is doing and what happened there at Houston, it, it, it smacks of everything that was occurring at the University of Texas during the Mac Brown regime going after the media, going after the newspaper, going after fans, and all this other stuff that you shouldn't be worried about. You should be concerned with the, the football team and shouldn't be worried about those who are whose job it is to report on you. Yeah, there are some out there who are jackasses that are looking – who are all they're all about uh, – all they're about is the gotcha uh, question. And, and, and I get that. That's the media today. But despite – you're not going to win it. Right. And and I will never You're understand. Not. I will never understand why the coaches they don't coach their players enough to deal with the media. They try to coach the media. You can't coach the media. What you need to do is you need to coach your players on how to deal with the media. You because don't need that's to not coach gonna change. Them. You just Well, yeah, I, you do. I, I, you oh, need, as you far need as what? You need to make sure that they don't put themselves in a position where it's easier for those members that you talk about to prey on them. There are certain things, there's certain things that, that you can do. Give them that. There's certain I, things you, you can do to mentor them in those situations. If they're a high school kid who has never had, never done an interview, whatever, there's things that you can do in that regard. But what coaches try to do is they think that the media also works for them because they cover that team. Well, mm-hmm. they don't. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, and, and times have changed. So I know I'm... When I'm talking about my dealings with the media, whether it was high school and and uh, college and 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 then in the NFL, it, it it was totally different than all the different platforms we're we're uh, dealing with now. Uh, and we were never told what to say. You go out and you 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 don't uh, you know deride another team or opponent or anything like that. But you say what's on your mind. You don't give away any trade secrets, but. You were honest and you were open to a certain extent. Uh, and now, yes, uh, there are certain uh, parameters you like for the players to stay stay in. And, and a lot of programs don't even allow the freshmen to talk. Jalen Hurts at Alabama, not allowed to talk to the media at all last year to the end of the season, I believe. And, and, and it's the same in a lot of programs. So I, I think there's too much protectionism in this deal. And, yeah, certain things we want to stay away from, troops, but other than that, Go at it. Yeah, if you want to protect your program, do it from within your program. Uh, don't try to go outside to do that. And quickly, here's another one of these uh, paranoia works. It's the hours that suck. Brian Jones oh, uh, yeah. statements ready for this one. Yeah. Uh, it says, also, to follow up on a concern that came up during today's post-practice availability, please do not stand behind Coach Herman or the players during the media availabilities. The ropes are in place as a guide to avoid that and to allow the subject to address the group. To assist with you or your recording devices, we will add a table for you to place those on going forward. So what, you yeah, what, what are you doing back there? Yeah. 
Why, why are you have to stand behind me? I, I don't, I, it creeps me out. Ridiculous. Creeps me out, man. Get, get your ass in front I, so I can see you. Oh, come on. I want to see who's asking the question. Chip Brown, Kirk well. Bowles, get in front of me. <laughs> what are you doing? Quit looking at my... You, boy. That is... Get in front of me. Being worried about nothing right Maybe there. Maybe in the mob or something. You know, no, I, I, I don't believe they're in the mob. They probably mm-hmm. just work for Every time I go to a restaurant, I sit down and and then my back's to the, the door. You got my back, right? That's what I ask. <laughs> in case the I'm with. gun is taped to the toilet somewhere. Yeah, man. You just never know. my back. So right. I'm, I'm with that. I, I can't argue that, man. Oh, stop it. Coming up next. <laughs> don't mess with Texas. A bogus update. <laughs> And a couple of fights that we're going to talk about. Well, one was a fight. Yeah, the other was just a sucker punch. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk about violence. Coming right back. Follow us on Twitter at Geo and Jones. And here is Andrew Bogish to tell you about Discover Card. Discover Card alerts you if they find your social if you're fine they if they find your social security number. Mm-hmm. Bogus took his headphones off. Over? Yeah, it's over. I know that feeling. B. <laughs> if you find, if they find a social, uh, social, she said what? Uh, <laughs> seashells on the seashore. <laughs> <laughs> With reports every. I'm five more That is so mean. You guys are yeah, mean. I'm, I'm Brad Heller. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that would have been great because so. yeah. it was your first one of the yeah. day. Yeah. Even though they introduced you by name, <laughs> you still could have gotten away with it. That is so mean, man. Brad Heller. Brad Heller, who usually does those updates and then sometimes fills in here. I see him every single day at 9 o'clock. He comes down to our newsroom where he doesn't need to be to chat up DA. Loves Damon Amendolara. That Brad Heller. Every day. Every day. Every day. Mm, I'm just saying. Chatting him up. Every day. Something happening. Well, and, and they've been friends for a long time. Yeah, okay. Like, since college. Yeah. But, no, that's my follow-up. If one of my Fordham friends worked here, and they might, and I don't know about it, I would not go see them every, every day. Yeah. And it's right before DA goes on the air. There's no way that he wants to deal with that. Just from a talk show host standpoint, you're thinking about the show. He does a solo show. You want to talk to somebody? Every single day, five minutes before you go on the air? No. You're getting ready for the program. And they're not talking about the show. They're talking about, well, I heard him yesterday. Oh, did you hear from this guy from college or this guy texted us or whatever? It's like, man. They're on a trip this weekend. They're both, they're on, them and their Again? buddies are in Saratoga. Again? They're going, they just another weekend they went somewhere together. They went to a wedding. They like each other's company. It's wow. Day too. Like, <laughs> I know. It really bothers Pete. At 9 o'clock every day. <laughs> Why does it bother you? You're in here. Focus is doing an update, and, and, and he's still talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> they're good buddies, oh, man. I love this place. No, it's weird. No, it's weird. It's I'm sorry. Weird. It's it weird. <laughs> it's, it's too much. It is way too much. Well, say something. I just did. No, to Brad. Yeah, I no. Don't... What we did is we put it in your head. Now it... you'll say it. And, <laughs> All right. and we'll be off the hook. Yeah. Hey, Brad. What you doing here, yeah. Brad Heller? Damn, Brad. <laughs> weird ass Heller <laughs> hanging around. You weren't out your welcome, right. dog. Man. Hey, Brad. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Don't call us. We'll call you. <laughs> like a bad cold, man. Won't go away. I'm going to tell him. 
You think he'll be there today? <laughs> Will he be there today? Well, Are right. you listening? I'm going to tell him. <laughs> Every day. All right. They're both off today. That's why I'm doing his job. Oh, I wasn't listening. I know you weren't. Mm. If you're fine, they if they find your social security number. <laughs> social security good number. Yeah, kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> social security good oh, number. Oh, they're traveling today. Yes, they're said? going to Saratoga today oh, as so we speak. That's so cute. Do you think that Brad knows DA's social security good number? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he knows all of his measurements. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you sure about that one? <laughs> that was on purpose. <laughs> Transition into a sports update from there. Oh, and Standard a serious Burgess. thing. Uh, Baltimore Ravens GM Ozzie Newsom issued a statement yesterday to deny an ESPN report that he and head coach John Harbaugh want Colin Kaepernick, but owner Steve Bashotti does not. Newsom said no decision has been made yet and no directive has come from ownership. Steeler rookie running back James Conner has a sprained AC joint in his shoulder, but should only miss a few days of practice, while Dolphin running back Jay Ajayi is expected to miss a week because of a concussion suffered at training camp on Monday. And despite being carted off the field, apparently in tears, Giants wideout Sterling Shepard seems to have only suffered a rolled right ankle mm. yesterday. Now, we joked about it at first, but now it's real. Aaron Judge, another victim of the home run derby curse. He's now mm-hmm. in danger of being demoted to the minors by the Yankees. Judge won... No? No. <laughs> Released? DFA'd? <laughs> Placed on irrevocable waivers. Judge one for four in yesterday's two-nothing rain-soaked home loss to the Tigers. He's now 10 for 67 yep. with 29 Ks since the he's, break. He's chasing Stand every by. damn thing. And uh, Jonathan Williams just tweeted in, Hi, I'm Andrew Bogish, and if Discover Card notices your sha 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 na wana na 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 insert stroke symptoms. <laughs> if you're fine, they, if they find your social security number... <laughs> Old good number. And, uh, good number. <laughs> good number. <laughs> oh, where were we? Oh, yeah. Aaron Judge sucks at baseball. I'm getting my pitch. I'm not, not capitalizing on it. And then when that happens, you get down 0-1, 2 and you start swinging it at their best pitch. Yep. So um, just got to make an adjustment and yep. just get ready for my right. pitch and don't miss it. You're over there nodding like he's Ted Williams breaking down hitting. <laughs> I'm alone. breaking down his hitting, uh-huh. damn he's, it. He's right. He's correct. He can't hit, but he sounds smart. Yesterday's <laughs> loss dropped the Yankees a full game behind the Red Sox. In the AL East, the Cubs are the anti-Aaron Judge surging out of the All-Star break, but they were cooled off for Thank a you. night by the Diamondbacks. Swing at a ground ball to first. That's a fair ball down the right field line. It's going to score a couple. Give the Diamondbacks a lead. Lamb on his way to second. Peralta and Pollock has scored, and it's 2-0 D-backs. That's Greg Schulte on Diamondbacks Radio. Third baseman Jake Lamb drove in all the runs in a 3-0 final at Wrigley. The Cubs now 14-4 since the break. The Rockies led 5-0, then lost to the Mets 10-5. The Marlins blanked the Nats 7-zip, and the Dodgers lost in Atlanta 5-3 to end their nine-game winning streak. Back in the AL, the Orioles blanked the Royals 6-0. That's a three-game sweep and a five-game winning streak now for Baltimore. They're now two and a half games behind KC for the second AL wild card. Michael Bisping says he will defend his middleweight belt against George St. Pierre at UFC 217 in November at MSG. And Rory McIlroy confirmed yesterday he has dumped longtime caddy J.P. Fitzgerald. Rory tees off in just less than two hours in the WGC Bridgestone Invitational. Boys. All right, Bogus, thank you. Sam Miller is a junior forward for the Dayton Flyers <laughs> men's basketball team. He is also now <laughs> the subject of ridicule because of his awful behavior. 
So he was at a place called Caddy's Tap House in Beaver Creek, Ohio. Oh, Caddy's Tap House. So he was so drunk at Caddy's that he'd been cut off. And then when he got cut off, he got angry. And he knocked all the glasses off the bar and pushed the female bartender. Then security personnel threw him from the bar, and police were called when he pushed the security officer, had to be restrained. He resisted arrest when the cops showed up because he was violent with them. He kicked the car door. They threw him in a holding cell. In the holding cell, this is where things get even worse for him. In the holding cell. Mm -hmm. He had to relieve himself. So he did. Yep. And there was someone else. Well, after he relieved himself, why not pull up your pants? Well, that's the... Why not? You're done? Aren't you, is that what you're supposed to do? That's, yeah, it's an interesting observation. Yeah. Yes, you're right. I hadn't thought about why, it. Why leave your pants dangling around your ankles? So he's not the only person in this holding cell. No. So he just he urinates on the floor. This guy's not happy about it. He verbally says, I'm not happy about this. In so many words that there's, there's pee on the floor. Right. And then Sam Miller goes up to the guy, slaps him in the face, for chastising his behavior. <laughs> and then this guy gets up and knocks him out. Clear knocks him out. Yeah. Punches him several times in the head and knocks him out. And, and he was much shorter and, than Mr. Miller. And good news for Sam Miller, all of it's on video. Yeah. <laughs> he was on one. I think it's yes. safe to say you you, you get upset because you cut off. You shove the bartender. Then you shove security detail. Uh, you're fighting being put in a squad car. <laughs> you can't pull your pants up after you go to the restroom, yeah. and then your celly kicks your ass. Well, and, what a night! And this just in: the Baltimore Ravens have signed Sam <laughs> Miller to a contract. <laughs> They're not sure. They're still trying to figure out a position for him. You'd make a good tight end. (laughs) Tall, lanky. Will Brinson joining us next. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. We wait for the connection with Will Brinson. We're going to play you some audio from a Russian newscast where the anchor throws to a reporter the reporter's doing a nice little story because they're all smiling yeah nice little story in front of a fountain and then a big meanie comes up and punches the reporter square in the face now this is in russian so you're not going to understand it unless you speak russian or understand russian i do now (laughs) it is in vogue um but the sound the the voice that you hear that comes in, and the the punch you can't necessarily hear, but the deep voice that you hear that's clearly not the reporter is the guy who punched him in the face, and he sounds like the scary cartoon character, a uh, scary Russian cartoon character. So let's listen to this. Ну, действительно, отвечая на ваш вопрос, сразу скажу, никто, кроме них, так не отмечает свой праздник. Ну, действительно, они это элитные войска, ВДВ, их не зря так называют. Первые первые в воздухе, первые... Помолчите, пожалуйста. Первые в воздухе, первые... Ты будешь со мной, блядь, так разговаривать, блядь, сейчас без получишь. А у нас... Какие-то проблемы, мы вернемся. 
But that you, you could tell which one was sober and which one was drunk, <laughs> even though you didn't understand what the hell they were saying. Oh man, you could easily discern that. Mikey B, put that video up at Gio and Jones on Twitter <laughs> so people can watch it. Uh, Will Brinson was listening to that on the line. As Punch we were, him! We were, we were waiting for him. Uh, Will, good morning. What's happening, man? What's up, guys? I have uh, no idea what was happening, but it sounded... Uh, <laughs> Russian reporter got punched in the face. Yeah. So that was what happened. So, uh, Hi. Yeah, right? Yeah. No, it was, At least he wasn't killed. It was, certainly. We've seen or that thrown before. off a balcony or something. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, Will, the, the latest on the, Ka- the Kaepernick Raven situation is that Ozzie Newsom released that statement uh, saying that uh, Bashadi has not blocked the signing of anybody that haven't made a decision yet. Uh, what are your thoughts on where this is now and where it will end up? I mean, the Ravens are treating this as poorly as humanly possible. I mean, it, 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 this could not be more botched by Baltimore. And it, it reminds me. Uh, not in the sense of obviously what happened, but in the sense of just how how the Ravens do not seem to understand the word optics. Uh, you know, they, they did the same thing with Ray Rice, right? They, they, I mean, it, it just every turn they seem to put the wrong foot forward or to um, somehow miss the giant pile of poo that was on the sidewalk and plant their foot right in the middle of it. And they're doing it with Kaepernick here too because. They didn't have to. I mean, you know, once John Harbaugh mentioned Kaepernick in in the context of the owners' meetings, and then once Joe Flacco got hurt, they were sort of in a weird spot. But then the, you don't have to tell everybody that you're. You you definitely don't have to tell the world you're you're checking with your fans and your primary sponsors about signing Kaepernick, and then you really don't have to tell everyone you're checking with Ray Lewis just so Ray Lewis can spout off about it on, on Fox Sports 1 and then on Twitter. And then you really don't have to issue a statement denying that, that the owner has an impact on it, when clearly he does because he just said he's checking with the fans and, and, and the sponsors, and he asked everybody to, quote, pray for us. I mean, this is a debacle. Why couldn't he just get Ray to pray for him? I mean, why didn't he go to everybody else and ask them to pray? Uh, do, you have, do you have any insight into the other party that was interested in Kaepernick, but the owner nixed the idea? Um, I mean, no, but I mean, you could, I mean, you could hazard a guess pretty easily. Uh, I think, I think the, I think the obvious answer, and I've been saying this for a while, is that the New York Jets, or a team that could desperately use Colin Kaepernick as a as a quarterback who could start for them and play for them right now and improve their quarterback position over you know over Josh McCown, but there is no way in my mind that Woody Johnson, the same man who had the vice president in his luxury box, mm-hmm. um, you know last year during that that Colts beatdown, and who's very close with the the current administration, which is you know not not politics aside. I mean the current administration is just. You know, gone head to head publicly with Kaepernick, right? Uh, and and so I would be surprised if that was a situation where the where ownership was okay with it. And then, I mean, you got it's not hard to it's not hard to tie the dots to situations where teams need quarterbacks and owners might be you know uh, against against the idea of signing uh, Kaepernick. But I think certainly the Jets stick out like a a sore tanking thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Brian thinks they're going to go to the playoffs this year. So what? You bastard! I will bet you. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not going to. I'm not going to bet my firstborn child on 
on that on like national radio about the Jets going to the playoffs, but I'll bet my second. Unborn, unborn, not sure. We don't have a. Oh, okay. Uh, that baby, on the way. When that baby pops out, it is mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll bet you my dog, and I'll root for the Jets. <laughs> I hear you, man. <laughs> Gio and Jones and Will Brinson on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, do you think Colin Kaepernick will ever play it down in the NFL again? Yeah, I think so because you know I think I think if this Ravens situation and this is this is where it gets interesting where the rubber meets the road on winning versus you know fan perception and what what people care about. I think if Joe Flacco were out for the season and the Ravens were facing a situation where, I mean, look like right now, if, like let's say this is the worst case scenario of this injury for Joe Flacco is he misses three weeks of the regular season, right? I mean that would be that would be very bad. Um, the Ravens open up on the road against the Bengals, and then they have the Browns and Jaguars at home. I mean, this is the easy portion of their schedule. Maybe Ryan Mallett can get you through that, but if you start a full season with Ryan Mallett, you're, and you're John Harbaugh, there's a decent chance you're not going to – like, you need a waiver from Steve Biscotti saying you won't get fired because you're probably going to go 5-11 and 11 again. And, you know, if I, if I were the Ravens and, and that was happening – I would absolutely go with Colin Kaepernick, and I think that at some point we will see a situation where a team is so is so desperate in need of a quarterback who can play that maybe they'll throw they'll throw Kaepernick a you know hit the hit the lifeline and call for Kaepernick. It, you know, it might not be enough, but I mean, I, I just think there's going to be a situation like that that opens up. But then again, one would think that given the you know what's happening here, that that somebody would have reached out to him already. I, I assume that Kaepernick wants an opportunity to start as well. Well, why wouldn't you? Who goes into a job or sure. any any you know industry saying I want to be second team? I just want to sit on the bench, <laughs> but pay me like a starter. Uh, uh, speaking of a guy, <laughs> go ahead. No, sir. I was just going to say one other thing too. I think that's interesting with the with the Kaepernick stuff as it relates to like the Ravens and the the Seahawks. A Kaepernick was a big rival of the Seahawks. I mean, obviously, right? You know? and, and B, I mean, he lost to the Ravens in the Super Bowl. If I were Joe Flacco or Russell Wilson, respectively, I would not want Kaepernick as the backup because right. if you struggle at all, people are going to call. For, hey, let's see what Kaepernick can do. Just throw him in there. Come on. Just, uh, of course, it's do. it's like sitting there and you're on the team. You're sitting there watching the draft and you're hoping they don't draft someone that plays yeah, your position. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same situation. Speaking of quarterback, that uh, what not worth his salt, but I'm not going to begrudge the man getting 15 million dollars. Mike Glennon. Uh, what, what's the word on him as training camp has commenced? That's my boy, Mike Glennon. I think I think he'll be better than people expect. Um, you know, I think the 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 real word is is what's the word on Mitchell Trubisky? Because mm-hmm. the Bears the Bears are in a situation where you know clearly they. I mean, no, I don't think anybody expects them to be world beaters, and at some point they may hear some fan noise about seeing what Mitchell Trubisky can do if they're not winning games. But three fumbled snaps out of the gate. He hadn't taken a bunch of uh, snaps under center. You know, he doesn't have that, that, that pro-level, pro-style experience necessarily coming from that spread offense that Larry Fedora runs. I, I don't think Trubisky has taken a snap under center since, like, sixth grade uh, before before this training camp. So you have to think that Mike Glennon, with, especially with Trubisky as the number three and Sanchez as the, Mark Sanchez as the backup, Glennon is, is, is full steam ahead as the starter. And I, I wouldn't expect anything. I don't. I don't really think training camp can change that. I think Glennon will, will, will look good in training camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's a he's he's been around the block a few times. He knows he knows how to 
perform at this level. Um, I think the real issue is, is it's not even going to come down to how necessarily how does Mike look once the season starts. It's going to come down to how, what's the Bears' record. Because at some point, bad teams ultimately give their quarterbacks of the future a shot if they're not winning. Gio and Jones and Will Brinson on CBS Sports Radio. The Steelers have a couple interesting stories going on. One is Martavis Bryant, who I thought would be practicing by now, but for some reason is not. Do you know what's going on there with him? No, and interestingly, uh, I don't think the Steelers do either. If you, uh, Jason Lockenfora, CBS Sports NFL Insider, mentioned on our new Pick 6 podcast, which people can subscribe to on iTunes, and, uh, and and Stitcher and all that stuff. And, Look at you. And, yeah, well, I've got to get a plug in. Yeah, it's a seamless plug, too. You're pretty <laughs> yeah, good at that. Yeah. Well, Jason had a great nugget. He's, he confused his Steelers camp. He said that he's, he's talking to people, and they don't know what's going on with Martavis Bryant. The league basically came in and said, by the way, he's not fully reinstated, can't, can't practice. And, and they're like, well, is there something we don't know about? Because if you're going to drop this hammer on us, you know, we, we'd like to know. We don't want to get... We don't want to end up in a situation like last year, where you know unexpectedly we get that you know one of our top performers uh, is, is suddenly missing. And I think you know between him and I assume Le'Veon Bell is the other name you you had mentioned yeah. there. Between those two guys, if you're Pittsburgh, you know you're a little nervous right now because you you have I mean you have this defense that could take a step forward. You have Big Ben coming back. He's still talking about retirement, but you know should be up for a very good season. Antonio Brown best wide receiver in the game if you know unless you want to nitpick about it and then but you remember they lost in the AFC championship game in large part because Le'Veon Bell wasn't healthy and Martavis Bryant wasn't there well if Bell misses training camp you at least have to sort of up the ante a bit for him potentially suffering an injury or at least be concerned about it and then if you add in Martavis Bryant not being cleared by the league I mean that sounds suspiciously familiar to to late last season it's it's too early to panic or anything like that, but I think the little bit of spidey sense in terms of concern for the Steelers, especially on that Martavis Bryant front, because we all know how the the league is wont to, to randomly mete out punishment to people it's decided to pick on. Well, we're out of time, unfortunately, so we have to have you on again soon. This is Will Brinson time, man. Get ready. There's going to be a lot of Geo and hey, Jones requests. Football starts, football starts tonight. I know. Anytime, guys. Yeah, it's Hall of Fame game, which I ignore every year. Uh, it will happen again tonight. Will, we'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Take it easy. Thanks, man. Will Brinson, CBS NFL. <laughs> what does it go better, Will, with your mic on? Or... <laughs> Bye, Will. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Will. I'll see you, man. Great talking to you. Great interview. Damn buttons. <laughs> Always getting in the way. Always. Those buttons. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was uh, CBS Sports senior NFL writer. Will Branson. Thanks, Will. <laughs> Stop. I, I wanted to talk to him more. I but did, too. He was late, and we had, we had him in this 40 segment where this music yeah. starts. We went to bed. Uh, we went to break. We went to bed. We went to break. <laughs> I think you need to go to bed. It's <laughs> <laughs> what you need to do. <laughs> We went to break early last segment just so we could talk to him, and then we can't talk to him. <laughs> so bye. It is Gio and Jones. <laughs> In a half hour, Jeff Van Gundy's going to join us. Oh, how about that? Hey, what's up, coach? CBS Sports Radio. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 